are back. I am Shawnee, and welcome to the Shawnee View, designed for happy life, engineered to last. The purpose of my podcast is to exemplify dreams and goals and how to achieve them through self-motivation and inspiration from others. There's a saying, give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. What up? What up? What's up? I know, I know, I've been MIA off the scene for a while, but I never really went anywhere. I've been here the entire time. I actually did an interview on the Medicine Ball podcast with LS3 a little while ago titled Progress Not Perfection. I speak a little about my experience with COVID while being in Kuwait as well as self-care. You should check it out if you haven't already, but I'll leave the link below. Anywho, I'm back now. On the last episode of The Shiny View, we spoke about social media depression. I think now would probably be a great time to revisit that episode because of the holidays. Holidays bring out a lot of emotions for people, some happy and some sad. So being on social media right about now, I'm pretty sure is very chaotic behind the scenes. So go check that episode out to maybe help you end this year on a good note, despite the circumstances of the year 2020. Today's episode will be about resentment. Resentment is defined as a feeling of anger due to a real or imagined injury or offense. Though we do need the past to solve things in the present or plan for the future, bringing up the past for no good reason or repeatedly becomes a destructive pattern. We shouldn't worry about things that we can't control, especially if it's causing us to hold on to resentment. When we focus on it, we create a dialogue and begin producing a narrative over time, thus giving resentment life and getting stuck. We give a story about how people have wronged us and how people will do it again. In this vicious cycle, we obsess with those negative reminders and sabotage current situations out of fear it will happen again. The problem with this type of thinking only gives room for self-destruction. Not only do we cause our own anxiety by focusing on situations from the past that have long gone, but we cause our anxiety by sabotaging current and future situations based off of of that same past that has long come and gone without any definite proof that it will indeed happen again. We forget how fortunate we are to have what we have and to be where we are. Gratitude goes out of the window and we end up spending our time frustrated and depressed because of a problem from the past or one that requires a set of hard boundaries. What sense does it make to allow your past to control your future when it's only bringing you more harm? When traumas happen in our lives, it just happens and we are left to pick up the pieces and push through this thing called life. Why? Because life goes on. I remember when a family member passed away unexpectedly and untimely. I wanted the world to stop and grieve with me. Of course, my family did, but I wanted everybody and everything to shut down and focus on this loss. And in that moment, it hit me hard that the world goes on with or without us. I did not like that, but I had to accept it as a reality. I went on to mourn and grieve my family's loss, but instead of me harboring the pain and becoming self-destructive, 
I thought about that family member and how they would want me to live. There's something about the sense of loss that creates resentment. May it be a life, self, friendship, money, or even respect. This is not to say that abuse is not a cause. Any and all abuse is real and should be always taken seriously. If you feel abused in any way, identify it and get the necessary help. The Shawnee view is generated for people who are already on the path of self-help. So excuse me if sometimes my content only skims over abuse from the past. I'll do an entire episode dedicated to post-traumatic stress disorder one of these days. But yeah, lots of things can bring about resentment. But I feel that the first step of any issue begins with self. Step back and do your homework on why you are allowing this past issue to affect now and tomorrow. Are there any resources that can help you? If so, why haven't you received the help you need? And if not, you may not be putting in the right terms for Google search engine. I'm a firm believer in where there's a will, there's a way. Another big reason for resentment comes from someone feeling entitled and not receiving the attention or recognition that they feel they deserve. My advice for that is to sit down and be humble. Respect is something that is earned and the world owes you nothing. Sorry if that sounds harsh, but it's the truth and reality. Like I mentioned a little while ago, the world keeps going with or without you. Plus, if your entitlement is warranted, eventually things will work in your favor by faith and you have nothing to worry about. But don't block your blessings by holding on to resentment. So I repeat, what sense does it make for us to allow our past to control our future when it's only bringing more harm? During preparation for this episode, I thought about forgiveness. I remember taking a course and the instructor says something that always resonated with me when it comes to forgiveness. He said, the most successful relationship is between a giver and a forgiver. Young me, not quite understanding, I immediately said, that's not true because I know an unhappily married forgiver and that's not success to me. He went on to say, a successful marriage happens when both parties are giving and forgiving. I believe that to be facts to this day. If you are in a relationship, whether it involves family members, friends, or a significant other, and there's resentment, I can almost bet that someone feels done wrong because of an issue that went unresolved, but the relationship continued. It's not to say that your complaints are invalid because they are valid. Being resentful, regardless of how righteous, will not solve anything. It's equivalent to drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. A new one I recently heard is that it's like grasping a hot coal with the intent of throwing it at someone else. We are responsible for identifying our emotional needs and determining what is needed to take care of them. Sometimes loving a person from a distance is the answer. Don't put yourself through unnecessary turmoil. We are all in different places and we all need different things. I'm going to wrap this episode up by sharing a few tips to help you let go of things we lost in the fire and end this year with hope from a positive standpoint. You can also turn these pointers into everyday habits and adjust accordingly. Number one, tackle some existential housekeeping. Basically, 
You go through your living quarters and get rid of clutter. You can also do this in your car. While doing so, you ask yourself, do I need it or do I love it? And commence to trash it or donate it. Number two, write down all of the things you care about. Number three, come up with some achievable goals that will help you put your values into action and just do it like Nike. Number four, streamline your life by cutting out all activities and people that don't serve your well-being. Number five, add a support structure of people with common goals. Though the world owes you nothing, you owe it to yourself to live in the now. There you have it, folks. That concludes this week's episode. It has been my pleasure to have you all as active listeners of the Shawnee View, and I appreciate the love. I also want to thank everyone for the topic suggestions. As this is the last Monday of 2020, happy holidays, and I'll see you all in 2021. So if you like what you hear, please follow, subscribe, like, add, request, comment, and share. Yeah, all of that good stuff. See you.